Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, at Podmania, YouTube, and Instagram, at The Real Podmania. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at www.podmania.weebly.com. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Podmania proudly presents to you its zero-time award-winning podcast of New Japan with me, it's me, the O apostrophe B. <laughs> what the fuck this just is my happened? Gimmick. Right, this is my gimmick now. I'm opening the tag team openings. I have one plan for when Garth's on next week for Wrestle Kingdom. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even finish that one because I giggled. Ladies and gentlemen, he has been building that intro up for the last six and a half hours. I'm not going to lie. This The other night when I was drunk, I just said, it's me, the O apostrophe B. And I'm like, ooh, I can use that on the podcast. It sounds oh. a bit like Road Dog. You are <laughs> and so not getting that on your tour shirt. <laughs> the O apostrophe B. Hello, Chris. How have you been? It, I was going to end that with, and I have two words for you. Hi, Rob. But, oh, well, Rob's here, as always. I'm Chris. The O apostrophe B. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to keep the Bachelor thing on UK podcast so I don't run out of adjectives. I think that's um, a good idea. I think that's a good idea. It's good for everyone, that. So, Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom, indeed. Has, has it ever been a weirder start to one of your podcasts? Um... No, I don't think so. And bearing in mind that I did a good lot of the job lot of these on my own, um, <laughs> this this is the weirdest one, without a shadow of a doubt. I've got weirder on my own in here, but not like start out the gates. Like I have, there's a bit in one of the destruction shows where I'm just laughing at the fact that a midget got killed by Paul London by a hammer, and that was interesting. Oh, okay, fair enough then. <laughs> fair enough. So. Should we start with Wrestle Kingdom, or do you want to go through the news first? Should probably do the news first. We probably should. It's been an interesting time in wrestling. Um, there's a big, big elephant in the room, which we'll come to later. But as today we're talking about Wrestle Kingdom, and we're previewing the Wrestle Kingdom shows, it seems only right to talk about Wrestle Kingdom 13 tickets, uh, which apparently are selling ridiculously. Now, they're out. they've outsold Wrestle Kingdom 12, um and Ooh, wow that was a big draw as well a very very big draw but as well as this um there's a good deal of walk-up tickets event day tickets and mm-hmm. new japan have released today that due to phenomenal yep. demand they were originally going to start selling them at midday with the show starting at 5 p.m and the doors opening at 3 p.m japanese time this of course mm-hmm. um due to phenomenal demand they've had to bring it forward an hour and they are already advising that event day tickets are going to sell out early and there basically isn't a lot of them. Now, this is immense. This is incredible for the company. This, Go on. this hasn't happened in the whole 
in the whole time I've been watching New Japan versus since Wrestle Kingdom Nine, this has never happened. Like at some point they were flirting with um four, four figures and not even this high. It's ridiculous how fast they've expanded this year. Yeah, absolutely. And at the start, well, even pre G one, you know, you were looking at the Wrestle Kingdom, the potential Wrestle Kingdom thirteen card, and thinking that's nowhere near as good as Wrestle Kingdom twelve and not even a patch on Wrestle Kingdom 11. However, you look at where the company has gone in those few short months, you look at the cards mm-hmm. that we are going to look down for Wrestle Kingdom 13, you think, holy fuck, is there a better Wrestle Kingdom, like, top to bottom singles match? Seven singles matches. Seven. There is one non-title match. And you look I, at the, the matchups ca- that you've got, it's incredible. I technically count the third one as a non-title match because who cares, but... <laughs> well, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But I just think that's a nice thing for New Japan. The company is obviously you know, doing extremely well. The buzz for Wrestle Kingdom 13 is ridiculous. Um, obviously, I mm-hmm. watched, started watching at Wrestle Kingdom 11, so I wasn't privy to all the, the prelude. However, Wrestle Kingdom 12, where it was a big show anyway, but the addition mm-hmm. of Chris Jericho, um, yeah, Chris Jericho's going to draw a crowd in 10 seconds unless he's playing his music. Well, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> um, but the amount of Western eyes he brought to the product as well. You know, Chris Jericho's a draw mm-hmm. wherever he goes, but the amount of Western eyes he brought to the product. And then this, you know, this is just something else. This really is something else. The, the Everything, everything about this show looks fantastic. And these are matches, some of them with literally no build at all. So mm-hmm. it's going to be absolutely exciting. and yeah, exactly. Um, so I believe you also had news about new beginning tickets. Yes, talking about tickets, we've got the segue. Next... I love it. I love it. You're getting so good at this. You're getting so good at this. <laughs> um, talking about you'll tickets... get somewhere, champ. <laughs> You've got a future, kid. Um, looking at the new beginning USA tour that was announced um, late last year now. Um, on Christmas Day, it was announced that the New Beginning USA tour has sold out both the shows in Los Angeles and the shows in Charlotte have sold out completely. Now, considering that at the point of us recording, there are no matches announced, there is no card, and this is sold out on the strength of the New Japan name, that's impressive. However... (laughs) Apparently, there was a little bit of a balls up because um, the Charlotte tickets, according to the New Japan website, went on sale earlier than the announced time, which meant that a lot of people went onto the website to find out that all the tickets had already gone. So they are apparently adding more seats. Now, we've spoken about how just, I don't know, the, the logistics of doing... These shows in America at the same time as the new beginning shows in Japan. And we've talked about how, you know, they're going to split talent. Those that aren't appearing on the new Japan and new beginning shows in Japan will appear at the USA shows and vice versa and how that's going to work. Do you think that people are running a risk of being shortchanged here? Um, no, because New Japan B-shows have done this forever. 
and you'll still have great matches because we have enough like we have a good six or seven solid main eventers and we've been with a bunch of mid candidates underneath that could easily take that place and if you also take into account the ring of honor partnership there's enough to make great matches like you're not it, these are b shows and you can't really expect omega tanahashi on these shows you know what i mean yeah absolutely and i think with with for example strong style evolved or um the g1 special in san francisco or um fighting spirit evolved the sorry fighting spirit unleashed i apologize there was always the chance that they could announce an iwgp heavyweight title defense which they did have in the g1 special in san francisco yeah here there's you are not going to get that because they are no. not going to have Omega or Tanahashi, depending on, you know, stay tuned to see who we think is going to take that. But you're not going to have them defend the title in Japan and then fly over yeah, exactly. and defend the title in the US. That's going to be defended in Japan. There's there's just no two ways around that. Whether they do the IWGP Heavyweight Championship in Japan, then maybe do, I don't know, an Intercontinental in the USA? Yeah, well, the both belts are at the point where... Um, they can easily headline a show. Even the US Championship at this point could headline a show if they keep it on a certain someone. Yeah. So I, d- I don't think anyone's going to be shortchanged. I don't think anyone's going to be disappointed because people thought that with um, Strong Style Evolve because there's basically no builds and no title matches really. But then like we got a bunch of amazing matches, including that amazing tag team. So quite frankly, New Japan are just going to put on a great show wherever they go, whoever they have with them. Oh, yeah. It, I'm not doubting at all that these will be great shows. I'm just doubting my ability to watch them and not fall, you know, die because we've got all three of the Japan New Beginning shows and then the two America ones as well. So that's going to be nice and don't, fun to watch. Don't I do it. I managed Tag League, so I think I can manage it. <laughs> that is true. If you can manage Tag League, you can manage anything. Um, shall we talk about the elephant in the room, Chris? Is he called Dumbo? He's not. He's called huh. All Elite Wrestling. I have a controversial opinion on this. Well, we'll wait. Wait just a second and we will get to your controversial opinion. Uh, because yeah, yesterday on New Year's Day, uh, the Young Bucks, Cody and Hangman Page and members of the Elite confirmed what has been the worst kept secret in pro wrestling the last How long has this been rumoured now? This Quite has a been while. rumoured since late September, I think. Down to down to the name and everything, who's backing it, just everything has already been reported over the last two months. Exactly. So, Matt Jackson, over the last five days, put a timer on his Twitter saying, big announcement due. Everyone, and I mean everyone, just assumed it was going to be All Elite Wrestling. Sure enough, being the Elite Ed, where the All Elite Wrestling logo was confirmed, and the name of a show, Double or Nothing, which we are to assume is to be a follow-up to All In, um, and is effectively going to be all in too. Not a lot else was announced, um, but in the time between New Year's Day and us recording this podcast, um, a few more details have been confirmed. For example, that the co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Tony Khan, is due to back the entire thing and is to be president, which we already knew due to the fact that Cody and Brandy spent the mm-hmm. time in the Jacksonville Jaguars box. And Chris Jericho was sent to the Minnesota Vikings versus Jags at the expense of the Khan family. Um, this was a surprise to no one, just like all the other things as well. Uh, for those who don't know, the Khan family own Jacksonville Jaguars. They also own Fulham FC, 
and are worth an estimated $6.3 billion. So these are, you know, this company, and I think this is where people have got a little bit overexcited. When they've seen who the backer is, they can sort of see someone who can finally match financially the WWE. Whether that's the way they're going, I don't know. Mm -hmm. For example, we don't know if this is simply going to be a touring company. We don't know if they're Mm -hmm. going to have a TV deal or if they're going to do something along the lines of, say, New Japan, who do a tour, you know, and do a couple Mm -hmm. of big shows. They don't have a weekly show. Um, However, apparently there is conversations with multiple networks on a possible TV deal, but that's purely speculation. That's all we've got, really. The last thing, and this doesn't surprise me, but it's interesting, Cody... Matt and Nick Jackson are all serving as executive vice presidents with Matt and Nick Jackson handling the booking. This This is where my controversial opinion comes in, actually. Please continue. Go for it. Okay, so I don't think this is automatically going to be amazing. People have talked about how it is, but we've seen what happens when wrestlers get the books. And when good wrestlers, comparatively get the books like kevin nash who was solid when he wasn't champion got the books didn't help wcw kevin sullivan same thing fucking jeff jarrett like look how long it's taken impact to be taken seriously it's never really worked out about well even like dusty Rhodes, who i've I've seen people point to for the most part he, he was not a good booker every show ended with a shitty finish and like i i just don't until it's out i can't really get excited about it because wrestlers taking the books have never historically worked out all that well unless your name's ghetto the thing for me is you know you are absolutely right to say you know this is an exciting opportunity and cody rhodes seems to be one of the most just down-to-earth people in wrestling, mm-hmm. he seems to just be. I've never of... heard anyone say a bad word about him. Exactly, and if he takes half of what he has been exposed to by, you know, being the son of Dustin Rhodes, sorry, Dustin Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, sorry, mm-hmm. you know, being in the WWE, being part of New Japan, you know, being exposed to all this, take every all the best bits and put it in this company, you know, and even if no, I, I agree with you. I don't think this is going to be outstanding straight from the off. It's going to take time, and people have got to understand that this isn't going to instantly be another Monday Night Wars. You know, the WWE has a lot of ground that any company would need to make up. You know, don't do what TNA did, who were really the last big Mm -hmm. challenges to WWE, you know, come, what, 2005, 2006, when they had all the money and were buying talent left, right, and center. Because mm-hmm. thing is, with WCW, when they got to um, go against them, they A, had all the stars from the 80s, all of them, and B, had a rich history. Like, they ha- already had a history in place where people knew who, who WCW were. They were around for years and years before they were proper competitors. Yeah. And also, they had Ted Turner, who literally had unlimited funds. And this guy doesn't have Ted Turner money. Like he has money, a lot of fucking money. He doesn't have Ted Turner money. It's going to be interesting to see what type of company this is. I'm, I'm, I, I mm-hmm. myself am excited about this. 
I just feel I'm excited, like... don't get me wrong. Like more good wrestling is not something to sniff at. The thing is if they just sign all the guys from other companies, it doesn't necessarily mean they'll be used for right. I mean like because I've seen people talking about the roster they could possibly have, but like the roster WWE has now is stellar. They're just not using them. No, if WWE used the talent that they you know, that everyone wanted them to use, if they used their talent correctly, there wouldn't be a need for another big wrestling company in America in the first place. Because everyone or some of their talent tried, Shinsuke Nakamura. Exactly. I mean, I don't care what people say. This company is not going to challenge WWE right out of the bat. It's not it's gonna, at all. It's at least five years before it's going to challenge them, exactly. at least. What this is going to do is it's going to offer a fantastic opportunity for wrestlers. Whether they, you know, we don't know how this company is going to work in relation to New Japan. I imagine that they are going to work, you know, have some manner of working relationship with New Japan. It just, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, I think that the people who are going to suffer massively are your smaller promotions in America, namely Ring mm-hmm. of Honor. But Ring of Honor evolved, just all of them. And it's not necessarily even going to, draw because the reason all in drew, drew was because it was one big show one big fuck you to wwe this has to show how loyal bullet club fans are and i've met bullet club fans they're pretty fucking fickle <laughs> i think what you've got to remember is, as well you know you look at the people who took part in all in you would got kenny omega taking on pentagon you don't know pentagon's gonna mm-hmm. be part of all elite wrestling You've got Kazuchika Okada yeah. taking on Marty Skrull. You don't know Kazuchika Okada is going to be part of all it. All elite. Uh, you don't know if Marty is because Marty's not in bullet. Uh, not even in the elite anymore. He's doing his own thing now. Yeah, I imagine we will have Marty Skrull there. I'd be very surprised if we didn't. The only thing is with Marty yeah. Skrull is this that his significant other is part of NXT, and whether that means that is we she? are a event- is a significant other. Diona. Um, oh, Diana Perazzo. That's the one. Never knew Never that. Pronounced okay. a second name. Yeah, there's. Uh, I'm not going to talk about that. We'll talk about that on the NXT UK podcast because there's something that really winds me up in her match with uh, Rhea Ripley. Anyway, um, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Marty Skrull at some point makes his way into the WWE. Certainly not yet, but mm. I'd be very surprised if we don't see him. I'm sorry, Marty Skrull has Cruz 205 written all over him. Like, all the fuck over him. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And to be like, perfectly even in... honest, I'm really surprised he's actually on the card for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, no, because here's the thing. Marty's done fuck all this year. Like, like, like he was going into this year so hot. Like, when he went into Wrestle Kingdom last year with the belt, I wanted him to retain. I loved him that much. Mm. And then, like, after Osprey got injured, just I think they might blame that on him a little bit because I don't know if you remember Dantaku Rob, but I do because Tamatonga fucking buried Marty Skrull and said they basically brought in Ishimori because why would we want Skrull as our main junior? Yeah, and I don't think it helped the massive injury that um, Osprey sustained with that head injury with the mm-hmm. um, with the Spanish fly on that. Well, it's just fucking rough. I mean, I completely agree. But it with wasn't you. even Skills' fault. Well, I don't think it was Skills' fault either. <laughs> but you know, people are fickle. Like it takes two to tango, but like, no, but with Osprey, it was de- that was definitely inevitable the way he wrestles. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think Skrull was really hot at the start of the year. His match with Osprey at Sakura Genesis was fucking stellar. Um, 
and one of my favourite matches mm. of the year. And then you look at, I mean, can can you think after Dontaku? Can you think of any decent Marty Skrull New Japan match? Um, I, can't, I, can't I think he had a good one to say. No, but there were some decent ones in. No, there was a good one against Taka in the best of Super Juniors. There was a really good one there. But aside from that, not really. Best of Super May, Juniors. So May, so yeah. it was it was just after Dentaki. So you're looking at you know the last half of the year where well, let's be perfectly mm. honest, Mike Skill has done very very little. Um, very little. But we'll see. There is an announcement due on January the eighth, which I'm quite glad about. I'm glad it's not taking all the shine off Wrestle Kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. But there, yeah, like I say, there is a an announcement due on January the eighth regarding double or nothing and what that means there's also a rally that's free for all fans um so we will presumably have more details then the last piece of news is to do with wrestle kingdom 13 so what we'll do is we'll do this and then we can segue neatly into the wrestle kingdom 13 card and it's unfortunately very neatly oh very neatly um honestly i'm learning from you i'm learning from the best Sliding in there like sliding into my DMs. Oh, you know I've slid into your DMs before. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> an injury, unfortunately, has blighted the pre-show and Michael Elgin has had to be pulled after suffering a left knee injury and having to undergo surgery, um, which means that the team of Elgin, Cobb and Finley, which was a fairly interesting team, I'll be perfectly honest. I wouldn't mind seeing them hold the titles. A very interesting team. Um, that means that Elgin has now been replaced by Yuji Nagata. Now that's not a bad replacement, but it's not really the same thing. It's sort of like if I don't know, I died and you replaced me with John Lennon. It just makes no sense. If yeah, I mean you are comparing yourself <laughs> to Michael Elgin, which is in itself <laughs> ridiculous. I've seen you. You're no Michael Elgin. Um, I know. I, I, I take sexual assault allegations seriously. <laughs> wow. And I think on that note, let's get into our preview. <laughs> put out the fires that Chris is starting. Put them out, put them out. Put them out, put them out, uh, put them out. Anyways, so on to the pre-show. We will not Elgin again because I feel that Rob will fire me. Um, we have a number one contender gauntlet, never... Um, champ, probably never open weight six man championship number one contendership. Wow, that was hard to say. We have Takuchi Japan of Takuchi Yano and Makabe, um, David Finley, Jeff Cobb, and Yudi Nagata, the Chaos team of Chucky T, Beretta, and Hiroki Goto, the Suzuki Gun team of Suzuki and the Killer Elite Squad, and the Elite team of Takahashi, Hangman Page, and Mighty Skull. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. That was hard. Um, they've found. I'm, I'm glad you didn't drop that. <laughs> um,. I'll be perfectly honest, I think it's it's a far better use of these people than the New Japan Rumble, because at least, ultimately, they're getting something. Um, I know you miss the New Japan Rumble. Ultimately, yeah. I, I, I do love a good Rumble, and there's always a pop in the New Japan Rumble. Because like, at that point, you're groggy, you've just woken up, like your coffee hasn't hit you yet, and it's just like, hang on, Scott Norton, Scott Norton! It's just, <laughs> I love it. Um... I mean, we should talk very, very briefly before we give our predictions about who hasn't made the card. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that Taichi is very, very unlucky not to find himself on this card. He's had 
a great year. Like, Goto ruined him. <laughs> like, literally, Goto ruined him. You say that Taichi's had a great year. I'd say he's had a good year. He's had a he's good had, year. He's, he's had, if he was in the G1, I think he, people would have turned some eyes. We've t- we can talk about this to the cows come home, mate. Who is he going to replace? Who is he going to replace? Realistically, because I know you're going to say Yoshihashi, who is he realistically going to replace in the G1 next year? Makabe's probably t- stepping down with him in the next couple of years. In the next couple of years. He- I'm sorry, yeah. but who is going to be in the G1 next year? Osprey or Taichi? All right. Okay, fair enough. I can, I can dream. You can Robert. dream, absolutely one hundred percent. But tell me that you are not excited for the fucking G one matches that Will Osprey is going to put on. It's always great when a junior is in G one. You should see some of the matches um, Balor had when he was in the G one. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, I really, really, really want the Suzuki Goon team to win this. The- this is it's probably the most, it's the least thrown together team. It is. The problem that I've got with that is is that G.O.D. and Ishimori are heels. Mm, You are not going to have two heel teams going against each other. Much as I want it to happen. At the same time, it's for six-man and New Japan has never cared about the six-man. No, that is true. That is true. I I still... I mean, the first champions were Yano and the Briscoes. Yano and the Briscoes, yeah. Fair enough. I am going to go yes. with the team of Goto, Beretta, and Chucky T. But... That, that makes the most sense. I'd, I'm going to go to Gucci Japan just because Motoguchi is better. Yeah, oh, 100%. The reason I'm going with the Chaos team is because we've still got the storyline with the Chaos Mole, which I think will mm-hmm. probably be resolved at New Year's Dash. Um, Their faces... And I think Beretta is in for a big push, whether he is the mole or whether it's Chucky T. I think we can safely assume it's going to be one of those two. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think that the the match against the Bullet Club OGs will be the perfect time for that person to turn. See, yours makes perfect booking sense. It does. But the thing is, I think a match with, that has Taguchi and Yano in it is just perfect amount of bollocks so i'm gonna go for them you're game for them okay it's it's an interesting choice Good. chris i'm not gonna lie <laughs> there's no punishment so really what what do i have to lose That's i can dream point. that is a good point um, at least in blackpool the winner gets the best bet <laughs> is there... yeah we have actually got stakes this time i suppose um just quickly no liger on this card uh, yeah but at the same time he's been dialing it back for years now so I I think he's fine not being on the card. He's been just been in the rumble for ever since I've been watching. So, which is I'd love him to have one last crack at the title, um, or even the junior tag titles or something. But New Japan don't do that. I think that he's fine staying in the background. My one thing is I'm absolutely fine with Liger not being on the card, but this year's thirty years of Liger. Yeah, it it I wouldn't be surprised about way strange... out. It just—it seems like a very strange time not to have him on a Wrestle Kingdom card. Thirty yeah, years of Liger. Where, where would you fit him? Get rid of Taguchi. Don't get rid of Taguchi. Fuck I'd get Tori rid of Yanawa. fucking. <laughs> would you like that, Rob? Absolutely. Um, you know, get rid of the elite <laughs> team. To be perfectly honest. 
But yeah, I'll I'll just throw in another team and we'll have someone eliminated team, quickly. Yeah, We've got an hour be like, to kill. Tiger, Liger, and ACH Candy Floss. <laughs> you and fucking Candy Floss. Right, move on. She's great. Move on. Okay, so the first match, which is going to really wake me up, Jesus Christ, is Coach Ribushi versus William Osprey. Now, fucking hell. I'm so excited. So it was the Destruction Tour. I wake up, see Twitter exploding, going Osprey and Osprey and Ibushi should happen. I watched the match. I thought, yes, that would be very exciting. But here's the thing. It's New Japan, so it won't happen. And New Japan has proven me wrong. And I'm so happy. The fact that, it's, this is, oh, the fact that we made such a big deal about its opening, I think is good. I think that it's good that we're putting the, a lot of emphasis on opening the biggest card of the year. But at the same time, this card has also been opened by Black Tiger versus Tiger Mask W. So... <laughs> True. But, like... This this could very much just steal the show because this isn't going to go too especially long. I'd be surprised if this went over twenty minutes. Oh god, it won't it won't go that long. I mean, like I don't think Osprey's neck would hold up up that long. <laughs> no, we are. Don't forget, we've got what eight matches. We've got eight matches on this yeah. card, and it's going to be five hours, isn't it? Realistically, yeah. it's going to be five hours. You've got time. Mm-hmm. You've got time to give this 15 minutes. And it could be yeah. fantastic. I mean, realistically, genuinely, I think we could be looking at five stars opening the ma- opening the show. Yeah, I think this would be the best opening. Oh, oh, yeah, I don't think there's no way you can top it. Absolutely not. And I don't think... And I think even if they slightly under-deliver, it won't feel like it because we'll just be sitting there panting, wishing we smoked so we could have a cigarette. It's just... <laughs> such like a wet dream of a match and i'm probably going to play it in fire pro right after we're done <laughs> um who do you think's going to win rob oh, i mean for me every single one of these bar one is so difficult to call um and mm-hmm. I, i've t- i've to and froed between both of these but i'm gonna go for osprey now, right so this we differ again, but why do you go Osprey? Um, because I think Ibushi will be headlining the Madison Square Garden show. Fair. That, but here's the thing about the Ring thought. of Honor show. That's co-hosted by New Japan. Okay. And what do you think will... Objectively... Yeah. Okay. Which is going to sell more? Okay. Bearing in mind that this has pretty much been billed as a New Japan show with the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, what is going to headline? The Ring of Honor title or the IWGP heavyweight title? Which one? Bearing in mind that you are ring it, you're ring- doing Madison Square Garden. This is no this isn't a fucking cow palace. I know, but it's ring Mm-hmm. You know But it's got Ring to- of Honor in New Japan. It's probably just a random fuck off sick man. You know it's not gonna be that. You know it's not gonna be that. You have got this is this I'm, is WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> This is WrestleMania. Yeah, and we fought that last we fought that last year with what was somewhat of the great card with um the super card of honor, but then that under delivered. I don't really think the never I think the never open weight championship will definitely be superfluous. It won't be defended. It could still be there. It, I don't it's not as exactly necessary. I'm going a Bushi because I think he could be the Nakamura for the open weight title. Right. 
Okay. Like, because because think about about it. He can hit as hard as anyone. He can have a great match with anyone. Like Osprey still needs to sort of find his feet in the heavy division before he takes on trying to rebuild a title. And after a year of Goto, you need to rebuild this title. The title's never and the whole time I've been watching, the title has never felt so meaningless. I mean, you saw Wrestle Kingdom 9, that match between Makabe and Ishii. When we've had a yeah, when have we ever had a match remotely with that stature, with this title? In recent memory, um, the last time I'm thinking is Shibata versus um, Goto at Wrestle Kingdom 11. It would be. In fairness, Wrestle Kingdom 12, Suzuki and um, Goto. That was a fucking right, good fair. match. I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That felt big. But thing is, the title has not felt so big around the waist of Goto. It's Goto. Like it needs a long reign with someone big who already has a name and will Osprey still in a sort of transition period so we can't really do that but now I think Ibushi's the guy to do that okay fair enough okay we disagree surprise surprise it's still <laughs> going to be amazing though mm-hmm. like that WhatsApp is going to be exploding oh, while God, we're yeah. watching this but um yeah anyway so our second match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship the first time in a while that the juniors haven't opened um, Kanemaru and Desperado versus Sho and Yo versus Bushi and Shingo. Now this is the first um, tag team junior match at Wrestle Kingdom since Wrestle Kingdom, I think seven in a long time. That hasn't had the Bucks. Yeah. Um, and doesn't it feel so much less important? I think. I think the major problem heading into both of these tag team matches, and I think. We've got to, we've got to take it with a pinch of salt, really. That the booking of these matches have completely negated the World Tag Leagues that they have been part of. So the, the thing is, tag these, was... this has, this one has a point. This one of them holds a tiebreaker of the other. There's some sort of a argument to be made here. The other one, other one that isn't, which we'll get into more with that, but. I don't know, it's not just that, but junior tag division, like, you you saw the lineup for junior tag league, that felt a lot of it thrown together, like, just Kishida randomly teaming with Saban, or um, bringing in Robbie Eagles just to have another junior in Bullet Club, just everything, and it hasn't helped people being injured or things like that, but when Kanemaru and Desperado, I, I do love both of them, and both of them have been amazing at some point, when they've had your longest reign in about five years with a six-month reign, that's not a big good good thing on your division. Just the division's been felt so anemic since the Bucks left. It has, and I will grant you that this this title is certainly right at the bottom, above the mm-hmm. never open weight six man, but right at the bottom. And mm-hmm. I think. You've got to take some of that aside. Looking at this as a match, as opposed to all the stuff that's around it, as opposed to, you know, because even though you said it sort of makes sense, one held a tiebreaker over the other, I still think that's bollocks. They had the three-way at Power Struggle. Mm. Oh, don't get me wrong, it is complete bollocks. But, you know, we've got Bushi and Shingo, so I'm happy. Um, I think if you isolate this match... Invest, yeah. This match in isolation, this is great. Yeah, and I think that's we've seen this match. It was great. Exactly. If if they mm-hmm. produce 
anywhere, you know, anything like the Power Struggle match. It's going to be a great match. You're looking at three and three quarter, four stars, mm-hmm. without without a doubt, because all of the people in this match mm-hmm. can go. Um, even Bushi and Kanemaru mm-hmm. can go. Um, but can't no. I'm going to defend Kanemaru because in the Noah show we're going to be looking at in like a month or so. Kanemaru has a great match. Yeah, but he is also forty odd now. And you know he he is rightfully Good. Good winding point. down his career, which is what he should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, the fact that he's had such a long reign at his age surprises me. New Japan don't really do that nowadays. But anyway, who do you think is going to win? Um, I think Rapongi 3K are walking away with this. I also think Rapongi 3K. I just don't. I don't like Bushi and Shingo. I do, I no. I like well. I love Show. I'm not so big on Yo. Um, Show's just amazing. Seriously. Oh, he's brilliant. Uh, and like, show feels like someone who could be a heavyweight. Yo feels like someone who's always going to be—he's going to be a Kanemaru. He's going to be a solid junior forever. I feel like he's going to um, be Rocky Romero. Yeah, I'll defend Rocky. Rocky's fun. No, no, no. In the way, it's, in a way, that's not a negative I'm, I'm, thing. I'm, yeah, just one's obviously a star, and one's obviously a junior. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, and also, Bushi and Shingo f- feel a bit too thrown together. Like Shingo hasn't like they were good, really good, but they're more thrown together. The other two are teams, if you get me. How long do you think before we get Shingo going for the junior heavyweight championship? Can't be long. That's my reason like, for not going with them. Yeah, that's not that wasn't necessarily my reason because Takahashi had a junior title run earlier this year so like again these belts don't really mean anything but just be on anyone's decoration forever but mm. yeah showing you this match will be fantastic though i think we should say that you yeah. know in isolation aside from all the ridiculous booking and to be perfectly honest even though this card's brilliant i mean this card is it's card of the year i know we're on <laughs> the second day of 2019 yeah. but there's no card that's going to beat this um i think some of the storylines heading into it have been as you mentioned earlier slightly anemic so the thing is with new japan you don't need that massive story but the thing is they've attempted that which is just they've set up a comfort zone which i'll commend them for but so it's suffered a tiny bit yeah and we'll get into that more probably in the main event but moving on to the um this title does not matter match it is ishii versus zack saber jr for the british heavyweight championship but didn't even put rev pro in the title because quite frankly who cares about rev pro who do you think is going to win this match um god um i mean i've got two title changes going already um mm-hmm. and i just i see i see zack i see zack winning see this zach. um because I don't know, I think it's flip a coin. I don't know enough about Rev Pro to actually no, that's pretend. The thing is, I I think Rev Pro are going to let New Japan decide who wins here. Because quite frankly, either way, Rev Pro gets a big New Japan star to use on their shows. And this fucking match is outstanding. I know. Did you watch their, ma- their G1 match this year? I didn't watch their G1 match this year. Zack Sabre Jr. made Ishii tap out. Not faint, tap out. I audibly gasped when it happened. I think that's one of the ones where I was doing like, uh, I'd, some of the G ones. I just I'd record my thoughts on the match directly after the match was over, like between the transitions of the matches, and 
I, I, I just didn't know how to take it. It was like watching the Undertaker lose at WrestleMania. You just, you don't imagine Ishii being the one to tap. No, Ishii doesn't strike me as someone who would submit to anything, but Sabre Jr. is something special. He really is. Yeah. Ishii um, have never had a bad match, like their G1 special match, actually, um, for the, in the tournament for the US title. Just yeah. both men are amazing talents. I think we'll go back and we'll go to Zach just maybe because again it's a flip of coin so i'm gonna go for ishii for the sake of making things interesting but either way it's good either way i don't care because i'm not gonna watch rev pro no. like i'm still i'm still annoyed about how they use strong style evolved and try to push it as a new japan show and it just wasn't like i think like i honestly no that is scummy imagine if we pretended to be fucking what culture no, actually, because Tamatonga will keep destroying them. us. But did you did you see that thing where what culture were trying to get back at um, Tamatonga? But it's like obviously like written by half the office. Yeah, and then he just came back with, "Hey, at Cultaholic, are you hiring? Because people seem to think um, what culture has people who want to work for him." I'm like, oh, Burn. we just witnessed a murder. Like, I want to see Tamatonga in the Wasteman Challenge. <laughs> He'd be unbelievable. He would just win. Maybe. Honestly, if the IWGP tag title match turned uh, turned into a um, rap battle, I would not mind. Um, I think I would because I don't. <laughs> Matt and Nick Jackson don't strike me as rappers. If I know, I'm but like, ne- to be fair, neither does Chuck Mambo, but he did great in the Wasteman Challenge this year. That's true. That's true. Let me ask you something very, very quickly. Yeah. Do you see this year? Zack Sabre Jr. with a singles title. A New Japan singles title. Doesn't matter what it is, do you see it happening this year? Maybe going into Wrestle Kingdom next year. I would like I can see him becoming more credible. Like cause at, at current, I'm sorry, I love Zack. He's amazing. But he if he was going into a title match that wasn't for um the British heavyweight title, I would be rooting I'm not rooting against him. I would just, in my head, think they're not putting it on him. And they're obviously high on him. I mean, he's finished top four in both his G1s, I'm pretty sure. Top five, at least. He won the New Japan so, Cup. Yeah, exactly. They're obviously high on him. It's just they haven't positioned him as he'd win the title. But he gets me fooled within his matches. It's just, I think they'll build him more this year. Like, absolutely build him. And then have him go for, like, the IC title. Yeah. Um, I just uh, I think I soon, him, maybe not this year. I can see him in the United States Championship picture to start with. Yeah, that's certainly not his ceiling by any stretch. He could quite easily be the Intercontinental Champion now. You know, he's got that much credibility mm-hmm. in my eyes. To be fair, ZSJ versus um Cody with Cody's sort of old school thing he's had going on, I think would be great. Like better than when we did it on the Indies ages ago when Cody was still in, wrestling in WWE style. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so your saber, I'm Ishii, just so we have things that being because again, it's a coin flip this match because we know we don't follow Rev Pro because we have better things to do. It doesn't matter who wins this, Chris, because ultimately wrestling wins in this match. <laughs> That's <laughs> such a fucking cop out. You like though. those people? You, you know, it's like well, you like that dad after a draw at a fo- uh, school football game going, you know who won here today? Son, football won today. Football You're amazing. Won. <laughs> Except Zack Sabre Jr. isn't a student. He's anymore. not. Um, anyway, move on because otherwise we'll just be gushing over Zack Sabre Jr. 
which we have <laughs> the review to do. Yes. Um, next up, we have the IWGP Tag Team Championship match. Again, pr- pr- I think this should be further down the count because it's an obvious piss break match. But um, Tangaloa and Tamatonga, the Gorillas of Destiny taking on Sonata and Evo and the Bucks. Who do you see winning? Right, so... Before you inevitably piss all over it, which you are going to do, and I know you're going to do, let me just say again, okay? This match will be good. This match will be a good match. This match will be fantastic. And you add the Young Bucks, no matter how contrived the build was to this and how much it shat all over the World Tag League and, you know, everything. We watched the final between the Gorillas of Destiny and Sonata and Evil, okay? Sadly. And it was crap. Sadly. It, no, Sadly. It went on way too long. It, it was awful. It, do you know why it wasn't awful? It just... There was no fire. And Sonata and Evil are fucking brilliant. They are great. No, and Tamatonga they, and Tangaloa are good, but... They're easily the worst team in this match. They're a good team, yeah. but they're easily the worst team. But Here's the thing, though. Um, like, I think they are dragging the division down, because, like... LAJ, they're over everywhere I went, like, in a somewhat empty arena, basically, when I saw them in Edinburgh against SCU, they were still loud for them. So, yeah. And the Bucks, again, they're a drawer of the world. They're so big that they started their own wrestling promotion. Like, that's Masawa level shit. Mm. But, <sighs> I, I'm going to start shitting on this match right now. What the fuck is this story? <laughs> basically, what the story was hey, Chris, you know all that tag league you watched? Didn't matter. Didn't fucking matter. You you watched all that tag league. Well, the young bucks are just gonna come in. You know how you want to be young bucks in tag league. Yeah, we're just gonna skip that and go into the match anyway. Cause fuck it, they're the young bucks. That being said, I think the young bucks are gonna win. Really? Yeah. Well, they're not gonna leave New Japan. I don't think. I think we're gonna have both things exist properly, and like that's why they dropped Ring of Honor so they can do both. Yeah, I don't. I don't think, and this, you know, spoiler alert for the main event. I don't think we're losing any of the elite members from New Japan. They'll perhaps work, at least not straight away. I think they will work a reduced schedule. Obviously, yeah. You know, we're not going to see the Young Bucks at Destruction in, you know, Beppe, you know, Beppo. Sorry, you're not going to see the Young Bucks there. But I think we will still have them in here. I think the Gorillas of Destiny are retaining. The thing is, the yeah. Well, to be fair, the World Championship. Um, the world champion doesn't have an intensive schedule. He has like six defenses a year and a few tours. So I think well, we'll get into that later. But yeah, I, I think the Bucks just because okay. anyone but the Gorillas at this point. Um, I'm going Gorillas, man. I think genuinely you look at yeah. the Bullet Club OG faction, you look at the firing squad, they need to look strong. And if they lose they you know, every match that they're in, then, you know... I mean, I don't see them holding on to the six-man titles at New Year's Dash, no. I, but I do see them retaining I'm actually going to change my answer then, because you, you've changed my way of thinking. I'm agreeing with you. It's a shame, because out of this match, who do you want to win? Who I want to win? Sonata and Evil. Exactly. Exactly like, the same as me. <laughs> the, the, the Bucks have had a great year, but like the... Um, the Sonata and Evil matches, both of, uh, with them, both of which were great, Sonata and Evil were as good in them. Like, yeah. and I, I and they're not pissing me off story wise, like for Bucks are who are meant to be faces, but yeah, yeah. Moving on, uh, just the quickly, IWGP US just quickly, Heavyweight just Championship quickly, match. Just quickly, yeah, yeah. I see yeah, Sonata. Yeah, okay, yeah. I see Sonata winning the New Japan Cup this year. And you know what? 
I, I can see it. He, he's not necessarily my. I'm not until I see the brackets. I'm not even beginning to make a prediction. But then again, I'm not going to begin to make a prediction because you know I did not have Zack Saber Junior. Even going into um, the semi-finals last year, so no, true. I can't remember who I had. <laughs> I, I had a Bushi, I think. Yeah, I thought Bushi was going to win. I think I had Naito. Oh well. Yeah, I, to be fair, the New Japan Cup is better than the G One in terms of like the G One. You have clear winners about halfway through the New Japan Cup. Who the fuck knows? Hoover, fuck knows. Exactly. Like Bad Luck Fale got into the finals a couple of years ago. And it wasn't great, but you know, Shabbat the one that was nice. Um, the IWGP US title match between um, <laughs> what a segue, um, and but ah, with Cody and Juice Robinson, who like is the worst champion this year for New Japan, really worse than Goto. As the uh, on paper, Juice has the worst champion in New Japan, in the hearts and minds of me and Taichi fans, so me, um, it's Goto, obviously, but, like, Juice just, that G1, holy shit, that G1, if he didn't lose it to Cody, he would have, like, a line of men knocking on his door that would rival a fucking prom queen, it's ridiculous, and, but that got weird, uh, <laughs> who do you have, Rob? Um, I've got. I'm gonna go Juice. Yeah. Um, if Juice doesn't I, win I, this, I mean, he's done. How's he come done back? Though. This is a rematch, actually, from Cody's first New Japan match, isn't it? Wrestle Kingdom Eleven. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. They've never had a bad match, to be fair. I'm, I'm gonna go with Cody just because I think if they're shipping, if they're wanting to have good good matches in um for the US shows. I think Cody's a stronger US champion to be going into the new beginning. Cause really at that point we only needed him for another month before new beginning. I don't know, I just Juice does not feel like a contender to me at all. The G one ruined him. Okay, but how do you build someone up? You give them a give, the, give him a good run of a Give him a good run. Last thing, because New Japan has tournaments. Give him a good run in a tournament. New Japan has tours. Give him a lot of victories on a tour. He like this is an automatic rematch type thing, and he just he doesn't feel like a contender after that G1. Like as soon as Cody was announced it for G1 special, I was just like, yeah, there we go. Not G1 special, but strong. I forget what it's called, but so many US shows last year. But yeah, I was like, Juice is losing this. There's no way. He just doesn't feel he's lost his he's lost his groove. Okay. Juice has just lost his groove, and like, and it's sad because you you remember the Jay White match that was amazing. Was that was brilliant. the match of that card. Yeah, and that, and it was a really good card. It had the Bucks and um, Elijah on it, if I remember correctly. So, <sighs> I think though, you know, Juice has had the storyline with Goto about how he couldn't mm-hmm. beat Goto for the the uh, Never Openweight Championship, you mm-hmm. can't then have him have the exact same storyline with the United States Championship, which is what he's going to do with Cody if if, yeah. he, if he loses at this show. He loses at this show. He lost the title to Cody. He lost mm-hmm. a match at the final of the G1 Climax, I think. He lost um, a match it was at... the tag match, yeah. Yeah, 
when he then got pinned by Cody, who told him that he mm-hmm. was going to challenge him, he then lost the title to Cody at Fighting Spirit Unleashed. I mean, if he loses again, that is four matches. Five, if you include the match he won at Wrestle Kingdom 11. That he has lost. It is very sad. It's excessively sad. Because it's not just that. He lost, like, five big matches in a row in the G1. And... <laughs> I, I don't I don't like that I don't see Juice as a credible title contender anymore. I just don't see him. I can't see him as a credible title. Um, like it's, it's it's like Zack Ryder. I love Zack Ryder, but if he went for the US title now, I would not believe it. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like Juice has got something to prove, and I feel like this. I think Cody. You know, we spoke about him being this upstanding gentleman, and he he probably is. You know. I just see Cody mm. doing the job for Juice and putting him over in a in a mm. match that I think is going to spread. I don't think it's going to be good. Well, no. I think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be excellent or great. I think 8 out of 10 is the ceiling on this match. The absolute ceiling, yes. Yeah, he, I mean, that surprises. Who knows? Um, but I think even comparatively with the matches around it, I've, it's going to be like Tanner and um, Switchblade from last year, which was good. It's just... It was surrounded by two stellar matches. So the stellar matches made it look worse. Yeah. Yeah. So well, who knows? We can't know, but I think eight out of ten is definitely the ceiling on this match. We're both going different. I think Cody. He thinks Juice. Moving on to that. <laughs> this is the best we can do in the circumstances, and it, it sounds like I'm really exciting. It's Kashida versus Taji Ishimori. But what I really wanted was a rematch between either Ishimori and Tana, or Taka rather, or Ishimori or Osprey. Now Taka is allegedly about ready to come back from some sources. From some, not maybe credible because I can't <laughs> name them right now. But are you the source? <laughs> I talked to Daryl. I I don't think if. If Takahashi had not been injured, I think mm-hmm. he would still be champion. And I think we will be seeing Absolutely. Ishimori versus Takahashi because that match at best of the Super Juniors was absolutely... F- well, it was my, it was one of my matches of the year. You know, I've, I believe everyone... I voted for it in the Podmania um, end-of-year awards. Honestly, if... Um, if... If we, it was just a New Japan awards thing, it would have been much higher. It's just, it's Gaff was in the awards too, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, this match is still mouthwashing. It's just we we both talked about how Kashida's sort of a boring ace, and we're still sort of positioning him as an ace. If he wasn't positioned as such, I think I'd be kinder to him. But at the same time, this match wouldn't feel special. This match, aside from the build-up of which there has been none, um. This could, this has the potential to be a show stealer. Absolutely, absolutely. Like um, this is another one that could definitely take the shine off of the bigger matches. And just look at Ishimori. Look at the run he had in the Super Juniors. He was having just great matches left, right, and center. And Kishida's always had great matches. Great one with Kenny Omega a few years ago. Great one. It was in that Fatal Four last year, which was just mint. Um, his feud with Osprey actually. I think him versus Osprey at um, Dentaku is 
the most underrated match of the year. I thought it was better. I thought it rivaled Tanner and Okada that night. Mm. And he's really good. And I, this is a mouthwatering match. And I'm going for Ishimori because I don't want Kushida to be champion anymore. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to be Ishimori taking this as well. Um, I think he lost his way somewhat after uh, the best of the Super Juniors. He got caught up in the five-man squad bullshit. And like, there was a while where you just didn't know where... Until matches were announced for the tour after Tentaka, you just didn't know where the fuck he was lying um, after Bullet Club fell apart. So. No, you're absolutely right. And I think that can be said for a lot of the Bullet Club. Um, but Ishimori, he's got... He's got such potential. He had such a good best of the Super Juniors, and then the final with Takahashi was absolutely outstanding. Kushida, as you've already said, yes, is reign as champion, to me has felt very transitional. I think he, he mm-hmm. was, in my opinion, the worst choice to win out of that tournament, but was always going to be the person that won it. Yeah. Um, because it was never going to be Skrull. It was never going to be Osprey, which left it being Kushida and Bushi, and they aren't going to put it on Bushi, are they? So, um, Imagine. Oh, God, yeah. Um, do you know what? People would pop. L-I-J, innit? People would pop. I'd pop. Yeah, it... I love Bushi. <laughs> Um, I saw Kushida live at the first RH show, um, Edinburgh show. It was him and two guys from CMLL, one of which was Mystico um, versus LIJ. And people were just shouting, um, you're shite Kenny Williams at Kushida. Oh, lovely. Lovely. <laughs> Scottish crowds. I mean, do you see Kushida retaining at all? No, not at all. Not in any way. Not. I can't. There's no scenario. It's like that's in fucking Infinity Wars. I've been to 14 million different um, outcomes. And how many did Kushida win? win? One. <laughs> and that's where Taji Ishimori tripped on the way to the ring and shattered his knee and we had to throw Tai Chi out to quickly get a match done. Tai Chi the hero. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I think Ishimori's taking this. I think this could be sleeper for match of the night. Um... I think if this goes, what, 15, 20 minutes, which it will, it's going to be absolutely fucking stellar. It really is. Absolutely. Um, So we're now on to the one blood feud. Actually, no, I guess the IC title match. We're on to the first blood feud of the night um, between Okada and Jay White. Now, Jay White, when is the last time you saw someone have a better introduction to New Japan? um, You're asking the wrong guy, man. In his... To quickly put in context, um, in his first year, he has beaten Kenny Omega, Okada, and Tanahashi. The only one of the pillars he has not beaten is Naito because he has not been in a singles match with Naito. He um, he has been a talking point throughout the, the whole of his time there. He has improved drastically in the ring. And if you don't believe me, watch um, the three matches with Tanahashi. Each one got better. Um, he took Gedo away, well, not really, but he got Gato to turn on Okada. He has he has become the leader of Bullet Club and has also become most people's favorite gaijin because now that a sort of hatred for Kenny Omega has come up now that he's not chasing the title. He's just had a stellar year and you know the fact that he, he could be going up against David Finley and I'd be interested and in fact he did go up against David Finley and I was interested shows how good of a year he's had. And like, I remember here's Callahan who was rumored to be switchblade wasn't it yes yeah so i think people i think people are just disappointed with that because to be fair the thought of callahan against someone like suzuki is just mouthwatering but 
Jay, Jay White's just been the break. It was he was our breakout of the year, wasn't he? Apart, no, Ronda beat him, didn't he? No, Jay White. Jay White was Jay White, out of the year. Jay White won, so it just shows you the five people who listen to our podcast love him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this match, Rob? Jay White has to win. He to has be, to to be cemented as mm-hmm. the next the next big guy in New in mm-hmm. New Japan. He has to win, and he has it's to the- win clean. It yeah, can't be the... due to bullshit from Bad Luck Farley or Gado. Gado hitting him with a cane. Exactly. It has got to be. And let's face it, he's in a ring with Okada. It's not going to be a bad match. It is, if it's even if it's anything like the match of a G1, just going to be great. Um, Jay, uh, also, if it just descends into bollocks brawling, Jay White is great at bollocks brawling. Look at the Jay White match. Not the Jay White match, obviously. With the, uh, <laughs> look at the Juice Robinson match. And the thing is, I don't think Jay White is finished if he loses this match. I don't think he's finished. I think that to be the star that New Japan clearly want him to be, you know, mm-hmm. again, you rattled off names that he's beaten this year alone. Um, I think he's mm-hmm. got to get a clean victory of it. This has got to be his star-making performance. He debuted against Tanahashi, the ace of New Japan, and it was disappointing. You know, and mm-hmm. every match he's got better. Has he had though that fucking hell, that that breakout match, that Okada, that Naito, that no. Omega, that Tanahashi have all had? He hasn't had that breakout match. This, with the storyline going into it, because let's face it, it's the best storyline going into this show. It's it's been building for a year, so yeah, exactly, and. Talk about slow build. Jesus, we're talking New Year's Dash last year. We're talking this time last year when he yeah, turned exactly. on Kenny Omega. And then he mm. basically said to Okada, I am going to turn on you at some point because I am coming for that title. Um, By the way, when he was feuding with Tanahashi, did you enjoy him putting on Nakamura gear just to annoy Tanahashi? Yes, loved it. it his character work has never been in doubt. His character <laughs> work is unbelievable. But can you get over in New Japan as a star on character work alone. No. Toriyano's quite over, to be fair. Fuck Toriyano. And I, <laughs> I don't mean that. I like Toriyano. I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> I really like Yano. I thought his match... I was making, I was making a legitimate point as well. <laughs> I, I think his match versus Sonata at the uh, G1 was one of the best matches of the... Uh, what's it? I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was definitely a standout. With the Paradise Lock. Incredible. Um, but genuinely, going back to it, he's... This this is, in my opinion, has got to be Jay White's star-making match. And we will go back in three, four years' time and go, yeah, his match against Okada from Wrestle Kingdom 13, that is where he became a star. And I know for a fact yeah. that he's going to come out with Gado, maybe even Bad Luck Farley. But he's mm. got to win here. And I think if he wins here, the Bullet Club will come out and you will have him out with the victory. Ishimori with the junior heavyweight title, the Gorillas of Destiny with the... Um, tag team belts, and it's that Bullet Club OGs moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, we I think we've went for the OGs in every match we're in tonight. With you, yeah, in every match we're in tonight, we've went for the OGs. It makes sense. It makes booking sense. Yeah, but at the same time, it made booking sense to have Tamatonga beat Kenny Omega in the G1, and <laughs> the G1 happened. So just 
I, I, this is definitely the spot to redeem Fire and Squad if you want them to be remotely a thing. Yeah, I agree. And let's face it, when when was the last time Okada lost at Wrestle Kingdom? Wrestle Kingdom 9? So he was gone 10, it 11, 12. was 9. Yeah, yeah, it was 9. It's the first this is time, weird. Yeah. But... It's, it's weird to me that you've never seen a champion until Kenny, Pat, who wasn't Okada. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's weird, but Okada will put JY over here. It'll be a great match. Hopefully, mm. it'll be the star-making match that JY needs it to be. And yeah, I think I you, think next you know what year... I really hope. Go on. Um, that we get that beautiful Kenny Omega Sammy Callahan moment where balloon is bust open and Lego comes out. <laughs> yeah, just completely ruins the integrity of the match. <laughs> To be fair, that's the only Sammy Callahan Penta match I've seen. I don't know what one you're talking about. Well, uh, there you go. <laughs> Are you going Jay White as well? Um, yeah, I'm definitely going Jay White. Yeah. I, I like how we managed to go that whole thing without mentioning the year Okada had because he went crazy this year. Do you know what though? I think people forget that at the start of this year he was well, sorry, start last year. Now we're in 2019. He was the champion. Yeah. Yeah, he was. But thing is, the character change was sort of so because it's weird because like they made the beginning of his music more epic, and then it does that zip thing, and it does that whole like it sounds like a fucking pachinko machine or something. It does, it does. It, and it's like I'm fine. I was fine about G one, but Jesus, man, like he doesn't feel like the rainmaker. I think the whole the not having the belt drives him insane thing. But like he's then again, he hasn't really got his groove back. We'll see. But like. I think at some point I th- they were building up to him getting his groove back. So being Jay White might be on the cards actually. Now that we think of, about Okada's story. No, no, I think <laughs> no. Okay, I've got I've got a whole story arc sort of blocked out in my head, and I, I, I know mm-hmm. what's going to happen in my head. Um, and... but the thing is, we, we we all think about with New Japan, and then it doesn't happen, but it's still amazing. Well, look at Naito Okada from last year. Exactly, but um. Do you think we I'm, see? I'm, do you think we see Rainmaker Okada? I hope. Do you know what I think ruined him this year? Why people stopped liking him? The trousers. I still can't get behind the trousers. The, yeah, I, I do remember the trousers. When did he debut the trousers? It wasn't. It was Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom Twelve, wasn't Wrestle, it? It was. It was Wrestle Kingdom. Like, and if I, I wasn't woken up. I really woke me up. I was like, what? What? <laughs> it just. You know what it's like? You know when Chris Jericho first started coming out in trunks and he just couldn't imagine it because for his whole career he wore trousers? Yeah. It's the opposite of that, except Chris Jericho suits trunks. Yes. Yeah. Like, is this me? Does Okada look thinner? Like, he looks, he looks less built. A little bit, I suppose. But then you look at, you know, you look at his match at Wrestle Kingdom 9, I think he looks stockier now than, you know, as in more built. Now yeah. than he did at Wrestle Kingdom Nine because he's obviously put the muscle on. He's yeah, but age. Wrestle Kingdom Nine, he was he he was still somewhat of a young boy. Like if you think about like from his um, Wrestle Kingdom Eleven to Wrestle Kingdom Twelve, I was of like peak Okada. It's just it's been weird. Like it, I've I it's he looks even in the photo on New Japan site that I'm looking at right now, he looks like a jobber. You say that, and you say he's had a bit it's of a strange, strange year. You know, he's still put is that a, on, No, is that a strange end of the year? End of the year. He's still put on five-star matches. He put a five-star match on against Tanahashi yeah. in the block final of the his, G1. But his thing in none of these matches, I saw Okada winning. No, it's going to be it's going to be interesting, but for me, it's got to be Jay White. He's, Jay White's he's got to went win. from, I can, it's went 
is when for me, I'm still going with Jay White just because that's why I hope will happen. It's, it's just been weird to me as a fan to see the thing with Okada. Yeah. He's still amazing. It's just he doesn't feel as special. No. No, I understand. I understand. And I think that's I think that's the point. And I think next year you're gonna have the redemption of him. And you're gonna I think, have the redemption. I think the G one might see it. Pardon? I think the G one we might see it. Like when I say it, I don't mean it's like a Nakamura esque fall, because he's still he's still putting on his better matches actually than he ever has. It's just I don't know. He just doesn't feel like a winner. I think we're going to have the redemption story arc of Okada this year, and I think we're going to have the redemption story arc of the man who's in the next match. Ooh, Segway. The eighth match of the night for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. It's Chris Jericho versus Tetsuya Naito. I'm not quite as excited of his, as this match as I was about seven months ago. Um, No. Because seven months ago, this was like, ooh, dream match. Yeah, it was... Don't forget, it's, it's we've yeah. already seen it this year mm-hmm. for this championship. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's... and it was slightly underwhelming because we expected we expected it to be as good as Omega and Jericho. It was still a good match. It was still, it was a still good really match. good. And don't forget, Jericho is forty four, and you look at the matches yeah. he's had in New Japan. He's had a five star match with Kenny Omega. He's had a great match with Tetsuya Naito. He had a great match with Evil at Power Struggle. I prefer. I prefer the evil match to the night match, actually. I think evil and Jericho, Jericho now, I think they're more similar in style um, than mm-hmm. Naito and Jericho. But I still think this will be a great match. I still think Jericho, Jericho deserves all the plaudits in the world for the work he's done, considering he's only worked like four matches for New Japan. Yeah, you know he deserves plaudits for the amount of, like I've mentioned earlier, the amount of Western eyes he brought to the product, the fact that he mm-hmm. wrestled so much better than. Anyone in the world, anyone could have thought he was going mm-hmm. to. You look at that match with Kenny Omega. You saw that he was facing Kenny Omega for the United States Championship. I know mm-hmm. I was worried that Jericho would not be able to hang with Omega at all. Same because we had we had in recent memory had excited like we were excited to see Jericho versus AJ Styles. Jericho almost stops, drops AJ Styles on his neck several times. Jesus, Jericho. Um, we were excited for him versus. Owens, and then it was on second at WrestleMania and lasted ten minutes. Like it, he he had a run of like being great outside of matches and then disappointing within matches. Here he's been great outside matches and not disappointed in matches. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you, ha- do you have him retaining? Jericho's... Maybe. I, I, the thing is, I couldn't see him winning. So I and I can't see him retaining. But at the same time. It's New Japan, and maybe they want a big draw in America. Um, I I can see that being a thing. No, I can, I'm still going to go with Naito, but like I think there's good. There's if someone said Jericho was going to win, I I can see the reasons why he'd win. I'm going to go for Naito, and mm-hmm. the reason. Why is that Naito, you know, we talk about Okada's year, fuck me, Naito's year. I mean, he walked into mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom 12 as hot as any wrestler I have ever seen. You know, that crowd was gagging for Naito to win that title. And I've, when Okada I've only hit... been a part... Say again. Sorry, I've only been a part of one bigger pop than when Naito came out. Like, when I saw Naito a few months... He had a bigger pop than Tana did when he came out, yeah. when I saw 
Naito is ridiculous. The man is a legend. In the, he's mm-hmm. he's absolutely adored by the Japanese um by the Japanese public. And then when he's adored everywhere. Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, the car's not looking great. Stick some Lij on it. Um, yeah. When Okada hit that <laughs> ring last... of honor for the past year. <laughs> when Okada hit that final rainmaker, and pinned mm-hmm. Naito, and then you heard Okada talking at the end of the show, and it was just silence. And um, you know, <laughs> Lij fans are quite rightly starting to get like, well, when the fuck is it Naito's time? Because Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. 12 should have been his time. Now, if we get to next year, Wrestle Kingdom 14, and Naito is in the main event and is either champion, which I think he will be, or going for the championship and winning it, then I think that not winning it at Wrestle Kingdom 12 could be the best bit of booking ever. Yeah, like you look at... Um, like New Japan are known for holding off and things to make it feel sweeter. Look at Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, and and then even look at Okada. Like, it looked like it was his year at Wrestle Kingdom Nine. They held off a year. They had one of the best matches of all time at Wrestle Kingdom Ten. Felt off this year. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, for me, you look at Wrestle Kingdom fourteen. There is only for me one main event that it can be, and that is Okada versus Naito again. Because the redemption yeah. story arcs for both men lead them to Wrestle Kingdom. Now, yeah. either I, that I, means I, I do. Either that means Okada wins the G One and Naito goes in as champion, or vice versa. I think mm-hmm. that Okada wins the G One mm-hmm. and Naito goes in as champion. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Naito won at Dominion. To be completely honest with you. Um... It, it it I I do agree story wise. Um, the thought of another Naito Okada match doesn't excite me. I think a big problem Naito had this year was they te- they kept trying to make a feud between him and Suzuki work, and it just never ever stuck. No, no, they, like they were never good matches. It's weird because in gim- in terms of gimmicks, most polar opposite. Like the intense. Suzuki versus... Then again, Suzuki can have fun because he had an empty arena match for DDT and the Tokyo Dome last year, um, <laughs> which was hilarious. But <laughs> I love DDT. Uh, no, seriously, DDT is for one promotion where t- Joey Ryan can flip a table with his penis and win a championship. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> I've derailed this, haven't I? Yes, completely. Focus. <laughs> Focus, Chris. <laughs> But no, um, the Naito. I, put, I forgot my train of thought. With Naito, shit. I'm going with Naito for this match. But I've I've completely lost my train of thought. Shit. I mean, <laughs> never think about Joey Ryan's penis when you talk about Wrestle Kingdom. Just don't even need that last bit. Just don't think about Joey Ryan's penis. Um, <laughs> I think Naito will take this. If yeah. Naito does take this, I wouldn't be opposed to this being the last time we see Chris Jericho. Neither would I, but at the same time, I don't see Jericho going to WWE. I see him continuing to do what he's been doing. But then again, him turning up has been starting to get predictable. Exactly. I mean, like, the last time he turned up, like, because he used to turn up in just random places. Now it's just, like, with the exception of All In, the last time I was surprised was when he just randomly turned up after a tag match in Super Juniors. Like, because yeah. I was just skipping, I was just skipping through, and then suddenly Chris Jericho, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, just what has he got left to do? What has he got left to do in New Japan? Mm, Okada. What for the sake of it? 
Um, yeah, well, we yeah, I can see that happening for the sake of it because Chris Jericho is a fucking because okay, Okada or Tana because like he's faced two of the four pillars, he might as well face the other two. I'm not, and again, you need you, you need shit for the US, it doesn't necessarily need to be a title match. No, I suppose you, yeah, I suppose. I suppose I'm I can st- see him sticking around for another year, maybe. I can't see him being that big, but like he's good to have on big shows. Like he was good. He basically was on the WrestleMania, the SummerSlam, and the Survivor Series. So, yeah, I just I'm not like you say. I feel like he's done all he can, you know, in the sake of you know, in the thought of like surprise entrances. I'd love to see him in the G1, though. What a surprise that would be. It would be a surprise. There's absolutely it, it no happen, way because that his body would take that. He 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 probably he works with due schedule in WWE for a reason. Yeah, he does. You're right. I just I just want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> so we're both going Naito, yeah. Yeah, we're both going Naito. Um, it's I'll be glad never to hear Fozzie again after Jericho leaves. <laughs> Yeah, like this does it does suit him, but I will never listen to that song because if you actually listen to that song, it's shite. <laughs> Main event time, man. But no, very quickly, what's the worst theme? Chris Jericho or Mark Andrews? Mark Andrews, one hundred percent. Mark Andrews. It is the yeah, but... worst shower of shit I've ever heard. Uh... That's not helping. <laughs> I... <laughs> Thing is, the, the actual words are worse. She tells me I'm useless. You are. Stop playing the bass. Uh, oh no! I just at least Jericho suits him, and like you know, when he came out to re- at Wrestle Kingdom twelve, yeah, it was slightly indulgent coming out to your own theme song, but to your own band song. But he do was you know a what? heel. He was a heel, and it it worked. It really worked. If he turned Mark Andrews heel, just turn up the music when he comes out. People will boo him. Oh, um. Anyway. Uh, anyway. The last match is Kenny Omega versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Now, before we go in, into gushing, because there will be gushing, um, the story, Rob. Um, it's, it's been a weird destroying of kayfabe, this story. It's like, you don't wrestle good because like you wrestle in a different style than I do. It's like, you know what it is? This has been wrestling racism. And not actually one of the times where wrestling has been racist. I mean, like, we're making for context of wrestling. This has been racism. <laughs> It's a weird allegory. I'm not going to lie, Chris. Um, yeah, it's it's not, it's not like when Triple H said to book gave Booker T a dollar and told him to get his bags. It's more like when Hiroshi Tanahashi told Kenny Omega he doesn't like the Westerner style coming over to Japan because New, New Japan is very has been very much um, for years and years and years and years um, the the local hero destroying the foreign bad guy. Much like WWE, we just don't notice it as bad because it's not within our culture. No, not within our. It is within our culture. Look at the we just. It's it's not our culture, so we don't see it. Like Tony Inoki destroyed Hulk Hogan like three years in a row, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So I can see Hiroshi Tanahashi winning on that strength alone. I don't know. The story's just sort of been bollocks. Like there's a way to break kayfabe in a story. This has not been it. No, this has not been it at all. I think they've tried to shoehorn a story in when do you know what a storyline didn't need to be in. Just say, yeah, it... Kenny Omega is the champion. Hiroshi Tanahashi won the G1. We haven't fought against each other in a bit. We're both fucking brilliant. Let's go. You know, there doesn't well, need li- to be a storyline. Don't shoot one, what one you in. Could, literally what you could have done is, I was going to face you 
in the first ever ladder match and I could not do it. And now I want to face you to prove that I could have beaten you. That's all you need to do. You, New Japan, that's what most New Japan stories are built off of, is either pride, championship, or money. This you could have had all three. Perfect little simple story. But no, they had to try and do that. And I, I don't like it. I'm, I'm, terrible. I'm excited to see Tana in the main event again in the Tokyo Dome because he has had the surprise of, he's been the surprise of the year for me. Yeah. Is Tanahashi having the run he did? Like, because I remember when he challenged Okada, and I was just all like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? Like, Tana, like, because he hadn't had like that great match in about a year at that point. And I was just all like, he's, and a, a wee bit ago, he was pretending to be one of Dalton Castle's boys with Taguchi. Like, he was, I thought he was starting to wind down just that, that little bit. But then this year, like, he had that stellar match with Okada. I did not expect it to be that level. No. And then he went and then he went to the G one and was the highlight of the A block. Granted, it's not hard to be the highlight of the fucking A block. Um but <laughs> with Yoshihashi versus the first match for the A block was Yoshihashi versus Toga Makabe to show you what that block was like. But he is it's, I'm just really happy to see him back. The only problem is literally the only problem with this match is the story, which we've said several times during this has been a bit inconsequential for the enjoyment of New Japan shows. I just don't think there's a need to break kayfabe. You know, there's no, no need like, to do this horrible, weird amalgamation of work shoot promos where Kenny Omega's like, well, I don't mm-hmm. like you. Yeah, well, Hiroshi Tanahashi actually doesn't like Kenny Omega backstage. It's like, well, we don't really need to know that. When this doesn't heighten my enjoyment of the match in fact if anything it really lowers it you just need some tag matches where they stare off against each other the best bit of build they did was the road to tokyo dome show where they had that fucking brilliant tag team match and then they stared down exactly all they need you don't need kenny omega going on these horrible like 15 page rants about how nobody respects him you still think about prince debbie you still think about aj styles nakamura and what they stabbed you in the back I'm here now. Yeah, we know that, Kenny. Do you know what? Just be a champion. I don't give a shit. I don't want Hiroshi Tanahashi turning around going, I don't like the way you wrestle. I don't want mm-hmm. that. I just want them to have a f- the match that I know they're going to have at Wrestle Kingdom 13. This match, you know, we've ragged on the storyline. The storyline was shit. This match on its own, mm-hmm. holy shit. As a main event, oh my exactly. God. There's it's, not it's a chance like, in hell this is going to deliver. Mm-hmm. The build has stunk of... You know when the New Day were trying to be heels? Yes. And Kofi Kingston was... They were in um, Nashville, and they just turned... Kofi Kingston turned to the camera and said, this isn't my character. I hate country music. This is what this build has felt like. Like, just that for the whole way through. And... But the match... That we've seen them wrestle. It was amazing. But that match wasn't in the main event of the Tokyo Dome, where Tanahashi fucking shined. Like, if you want examples of where he shines, any match of Okada, Keiji Muto, um, Minoru Suzuki, Shinsuke Nakamura. Just there's a history of Tanahashi putting on some of the greatest matches of all time at the Tokyo Dome, and he's here with Kenny Omega, who's had the greatest match of all time at the Tokyo Dome. It's just, mate, I'm with you. I'm with you one hundred percent. This, uh, we, we are ragging on the story a lot but quite frankly with, with the overall enjoyment of this match Kevin Kelly's going to be more of a detriment than Tanahashi his story so yeah I just I think if we ju- this is the hardest one to call 
I mean, Jesus Christ, Chris. Yeah. How the fuck do you call this one? There are two separate ways that you can I, go I, with I, this storyline, and I genuinely don't know absolutely. which one they could go with. Honestly, though, if if I think if Tanahashi loses, I think it could be a good redemption story arc for the three non-Gaijin pillars. Turn Kenny Hill and the over New Japan fans, have the three pillars come back up, and then have an exciting um, three possible winners of the G1. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I mean, you could also have the whole one more, you know, one last hurrah for Tanahashi, which, you know... <laughs> one more match. One more match, Christian. Um, Bro, it's Clay, what's that coming? No, that was, a, that was Del Rio. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I mean, this... I've I've gone with both people so many times because I just I cannot put a finger on who is going to win. I'm. I'll just say I I I think Omega just outright. Do you think? Like I I understand the conflict, but I think just Omega. Omega's run has not been long enough to justify his chase yet. Okay. He's had two, you no, know, three defenses, and the fact that I just forgot how many defenses he's had. So he's not had the. It's not even that he's not had the best reign. He's not been given the chance to have the best reign. Because what did he have? He had Cody, who, while it was awesome, I believe he gave it 9 out of 10. I was never going to be the best thing ever. And he had Ishii, which, um, to be fair, was great. Um, I think I gave it 10 out of 10. But it was a great match. And then you had um, that triple threat, which, like, well, I like it better than everyone else. In the context of New Japan, a heavyweight title match being a triple threat is a bit weird. And the build to that was weird, actually, because Cody, he was just telling Ibushi. And then Cody just came in. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm in. It's like, didn't he just beat you? Shut up. Um, this whole thing has been, and it, you know, that Omega, everyone has preferred Omega as the chaser of the title. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Had... To be fair, it's not his fault. It's really not. Some of it's wrestling fans being fickle. Some of it's um, New Japan really not giving him the best chances. No. This is the first time someone I've, 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 someone's been believable against Omega just because of the caliber of people people who put against or the match stipulation. It's just... <laughs> I, I, I hate that we're ragging on Omega's title reign because I never thought it would happen. But... I'll tell you what, but I want Kenny. I want Ken. I'm picking Kenny because I want him to win. Because going into next year, the people he could be facing is amazing. Yeah, it is. The run he could have is amazing. Like we have, have when was the last time we saw Omega versus Sonata? Imagine Omega versus Sonata. It's, it's a beautiful thing to think about. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm excited like, for that. And he. Yeah, and I want another long reign. That's what I liked about New Japan was their long reign. They sort of went away from that this year. Thanks, Koro. But um, I'm still going Omega. I think he is more interesting as champ than Tana, who, who we have already seen have long feuds with basically everyone else on this card Have we have with Tanahashi. So I think Omega has more fresh options. A couple of interesting facts for you. Okay. New Japan have posted a poll on their website or a, sort of a subsection of their website where you can choose okay. um, who you think is going to win each of the singles bouts. So in mm-hmm. the Ibushi Osprey match, 80% yes. think Ibushi is going to win. Good boys. 56 thinks uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is going to win. 
Cody okay. versus Juice is 50-50. Ishi- really? Yeah. Ishimori... I think about when people just flip the coin, people don't care. Yeah, maybe. Ishimori is 55-45 against Kushida. Mm-hmm. Okada, 78% think Okada is going to win. Then again, just remember the last two years Okada has had and realize the Jay White's only been about three years. It makes... It's like if... It's like when the hot newcomer goes up against John Cena. This is Actually, this is exactly what that is. Yeah, Absolutely. Actually, no, because Tanner's more of a... It's like when a newcomer goes up Roman. Okay, okay, yeah, I can see that parallel, definitely. In the Jericho-Naito match, Naito has got 88% of the vote. That makes perfect sense. He's like the most popular person in Japan. Yeah. Omega versus Tanahashi. Tanahashi is 60%. Mm. Again, I think AEW has sort of made people think Kenny's not going to win, but at the same time, he's not running it. He's probably only going to appear for it, and he loves being in New Japan. With the exception of, apparently, he doesn't like the management. I, d- I don't know, man. It's so difficult. I'm going to go with Tanahashi. It's, it's not even like flip a... It's not even like flip a coin with some of the other matches on here. It literally is just both men have the same chance of winning, which I guess is flip a coin, but like you feel you'd just be doing it misjustice if you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other little statistic: When was the last time the IWGP Heavyweight Championship actually changed hands at Wrestle Kingdom? The G One winner has never beaten um, the has never beaten the um, champion, and as long as the G One has been basically their rumble. I mean, what? Wrestle Kingdom six. Let's let's have a quick look. Mate, yeah, could... okay. Um, I'm sure you look that up, and and tr- I'll, I'll see if I can guess. It, seven. Um, I know that seven. Tanahashi beat Suzuki to retain. Okay. Now six. He beat Suzuki to retain. I'm pretty sure. Right. Okay. So Wrestle Kingdom one. Uh-huh. Uh, it was headlined by a tag match. Um, okay, so Wrestle Kingdom 2, Tanahashi retained against Nakamura. Okay. Wrestle Kingdom 2, sorry, Re- Wrestle Kingdom 3, Muto retained against Tanahashi. Wrestle uh-huh. Kingdom 4, Nakamura retained against Takayama. Wrestle Kingdom 5, Kojima retained against Tanahashi. 7, sorry, 6, Tanahashi retained against Suzuki. Seven, right. Tanahashi retained against Okada. Eight, Nakamura retained the Intercontinental against Tanahashi. I've only and... gone to nine where it's all been retained. So it's in the whole of Wrestle Kingdom, it's never changed hands. It has never changed hands. This is like the start of Mania where Hogan was winning every year until Warrior came along. But I can see Tanahashi being the guy to do that. He is basically the Shawn Michaels in the sense he's Mr. Wrestle Kingdom. But. I'm going with Omega just for the reason stated, but I can see if anyone's going to be the first person to actually win the title at the Tokyo Dome, it's Tana. Oh, God, I don't know. I said Tanahashi, and now I'm not sure. Um... If, if it helps you, do you remember the reaction the Elite got um, at the Tag League final? Oh, God, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Tanahashi. 
Um, but again, similar to what we said before, it doesn't matter who wins this because ultimately this match is going to be absolutely fucking phenomenal. It it's going to wake me the fuck up. Well, it would be actually because it's five hours. It'd be like one p.m. by the time this finishes, isn't it? Exactly. This is this is you know you talk about a floor of match. What's the minimum star rating of a match? The floor of this match is four and a quarter mm-hmm. stars. Yeah, like eight and. In Young Lion speak, it's like eight out of ten. It's the minimum. It's like the opposite of the Cody Juice match. It's the minimum it could possibly get. Exactly. Um, have you seen their previous match? Omega and Tanahashi. No, mm-hmm. no, I haven't. It was good. It was all right. The thing is, the difference here is this was when Kenny first came into. It's basically where Osprey is with Ibushi. This was when Kenny first transitioned. I know the story of um, it, yes. Right afterwards. Yeah, he's referenced it in his promos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... But the fact that Kenny has been so long now in the heavyweights and has made this sort of niche for himself as the best bout machine, like, it's just... It's, it's com- a completely different thing going in. And Tanahashi's actually changed his style quite a lot thanks to his injuries, mm. which, to be fair, has done him better because it's been less formulaic in how he can put together matches. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think the Sling Blade has been made less special because everyone's fucking using it nowadays. True, true, absolutely true. So, do you want to quickly recap our predictions then? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So, the first match, I have um, Taguchi Japan, and you have... Um, it was Suzuki Gun you had, wasn't it? No, no it wasn't. It was... Goto and the Best Friends. Um, yeah, it's Chaos you had. Yep. Um I like. I'm glad we ma- finally managed to go a hangman page match without you praising him for ten minutes. Um, <laughs> next, we have the never openweight championship. Um, I went for Ibushi. You went with Osprey. Yep, correct. Then the next one where we both went with Punky 3K. Yep, correct. Then the next one where I went with Ishi. You went with Saber. Yep. Um, then the tag match. We both went with Gorillas of Destiny after you changed my mind. <laughs> my persuasive argument. <laughs> Um, and after this, we had Cody and Juice, in which I think we had different opinions. I think Cody, you think Juice. That's correct. Yes. Um, next one, we both agree on Ishimori. Yep. The next one, we both agree on White. The next one, we both agree on Naito. And the next one, where we disagree. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, irrelevant of who wins this, genuinely, this card... It's irrelevant because there's no punishments. If we were like, what culture? We'd be what, shitting ourselves right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. Just because Tamatong is still on Twitter, but... Tamatonga um, coming after us. This is going to be. <laughs> Imagine if Tamatonga came after us. You know what we should do? We should just mention Velvet Sky, not tag her, mention her, and she'll, and she'll try to start a thing because that's what she does on Twitter. I don't want to. She would beat the shit out of me. <laughs> no, that's the thing. She keeps um, going. Oh, the 80s when people weren't so pissed off. I'm like, come on, Velvet. Like, I think Bully Ray's a bad influence on her. But again, I don't think she was the measure of intelligence to begin with. Anyway, um, away from Bell. Uh, I'm sorry I brought her up. Um, what What do you think we're going to give a show out of 10 by the time it's finished? I think we're looking floor 8 out of 10. Floor 8 out of 10. I'm trying to think what I would have given last year's Wrestle Last year's Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, Kingdom. this year... Right into last year's Wrestle Kingdom? I haven't listened to a podcast. Yeah, we did. We did. On paper, blows out the water. Say again, sorry? On, pa- on paper, this blows out the water. It hasn't happened yet. This is gushing over potential. Yeah, it is, absolutely. But 
It's just so good. But anyway, unless you have anything else you want to say about the card, Rob? Uh, no, I think we've uh, I think we've gushed over this card enough. I'm just looking forward to it now. <laughs> I've been me. Yes, me. The O apostrophe V. This is my gimmick is tag team wrestling intros now. I'll, like at least for the next three, because that's all I thought of on the train over back home. Um, <laughs> I've been Chris O'Brien. You can follow me over on Twitter at um, shit. I forgot my Twitter. Rob, what's your Twitter? At real Rob Goodwin. Oh, I'm Young Lion CXT. You can find me at Young Lion CXT. You can find Podmania at all the places. You can find at the beginning. Um, give us a rating because Rob says that really helps. Um, give us. Um, follow us on was it Castbox, iTunes, yep, yep, other places. Um, but it'll be on YouTube for about five minutes, and go, go follow us on YouTube and watch uh, um, what our promotions. I guess I have Champa versus Bully Ray on the next one, and then Vatics, I think. Um, <laughs> go watch some of the other people on Chair Shot. There's a lot of good podcasts on here. There is. Uh, and I've drawn this out because I don't like saying goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>